Hey everybody, it's Bendy Hamers with Bendy Hamers Shooting Page and Steel Target Paint Team. I got a lot to talk about actually. Um, I'm going to try to put as much in as I possibly can and make it a fit as a f uh, efficient as I possibly can. There's a lot on my mind at the moment. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, I went to the World Champion speed shooting um match this past weekend and uh as you might be able to tell i'm just overwhelmed i mean trying to keep my thoughts you know in a in a little bit of a, a organized fashion as you know which which way i want to go and which way i want to go first um a lot to a lot happened a lot a lot to talk about um so let let's start with my preparation for this match. So this is the World Speed Shooting Championship. Okay, this is this is what they call, you know, the World Championship. Um the the winners of the divisions are considered world champions. And that's truly what the match is. It's the World Championship. So it's a big deal. Um now last year when I went, uh I Applied my thinking process and my practice and my prep to, you know, going to this uh, large, you know, match that's a, a, on the world stage. And in retrospect, probably overwhelmed myself uh, with that type of, uh, of thinking. Um, and it, it just, it was a little bit of a letdown last year, not because it was of any... Uh, less quality than what it should be. It just simply wasn't what I think I expected. Uh, I think I expected like some, you know, atmosphere of like a PGA, you know, golf tournament or something like that with, with you know, cameras and 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 lots of people and and there are there's there's a few uh, camera teams running around. Uh, I know. Uh, um, shooting USA was out there and I think there was another one. And then there's some, you know, entrepreneur types that are out there recording. So there is a little bit of that, but I think what threw me off last year was the fact that there's not a, a whole huge group of people out there while everyone's shooting. And, um, there, there's not a lot of, uh, what I would call, you know, um, outside excitement going on. It's simply the people that are shooting, shooting and doing what they do. Um, so really, uh, the, ma the vast majority of the people that are, th are there are, the only, are just the people that are scheduled to be there at that time. Now, there's some people, you know, walking around and, and looking, but, you know, kind of like the PGA environment, you know, they're kind of staying quiet when they're close to the bays and stuff like that as to not distract anybody that doesn't want to be distracted. Uh, but it was just different. You know, there were, you know, last year there was a little bit of a surprise that it, it just wasn't the spectacle that, that, uh, that I expected it to be, at least not in the form. Uh, I think I have come home now understanding more of what the spectacle really is. I, I think I have a deeper understanding of, uh, what's going on and, um, understanding, um, you know, what that match, you know, actually means. So this year, uh, I, I approached this quite a bit differently. So I, I did the usual, you know, leading up to it, you know, for weeks, months, uh, practicing, working on, you know, what I needed to work on and making sure my gear was where I wanted it to be. 
Um, I, I even took a bit of a chance in, in building a brand new PCC, um, you know, two weeks before Worlds, I think it was. Uh, Might have only been a week, but it was it was very, very recent before Worlds. Um, so my approach was less about, hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put up these blazing times or, you know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be competitive with the top. So here, here's what I have learned, and, and this is something that I'd like to, to pass on, at least in thought. Not that everybody is the same or should be the same or whatever, but this is, this is what occurred to me. Um, and I kind of knew this before, but I again, that deeper understanding of what it means. So here's what we have. We have our practice skills. So we go out and we practice in whatever form that we practice. And I, I think I'm, I'm going to do a video on, on um, what is practice and how to practice and what are you focusing on. Um, but we, we have our practice time. So if you go out there and, and you know, like I used to um, a year ago, you know, go out there with a timer and just set up pendulum and then just run it, you know, 200 times. And, you know, just pay attention to, you know, how fast can we go? And, and then at the, at the end of 200 runs, you know, I remember, hey, you know, once or twice I, I did it sub two, you know, that's really good. And then the mind likes to think, well, we can do sub twos. And then the next thing the mind likes to think is, well, you know, again, this rise to the occasion type thinking, uh, hey, you know, the best time to do sub two runs would be, you know, the, the world speed shooting contest. So, you know, let's go to worlds and, you know, let's put up some of those sub twos and put up a really good time. You know, that'd be the perfect time to do it. Well, those are what I'm calling practice skills. You have practiced in a particular environment that produces particular results and all but remain in a vacuum within that particular environment. Now, I have learned uh, that a lot of my practice, I'm, I now try to practice uh, and learn to practice what I call match skills. And the easiest way to sum that up is anytime I practice, I don't go out there with a timer and just, you know, try to run um, times. I don't try to do pendulum and, you know, less than two seconds or something like that. What I do is I go up and I run five strings and walk away. Now, what that does is that gives me a closer to realistic point of view, at least from where my mistakes or weaknesses or challenges are, are going to pop their heads up. So I'm not going out there and, you know, beep and try to go as fast as I can. Okay, that wasn't really fast. You know, beep, let's do it again and again and again. And 15 times later, you know, I've shot a 197 and I consider it a, a success. And all those other times were just practice leading up to that. Well, match skills... Uh, I, I think what is specific to match skills is we're starting to talk about something that's voluntarily repeatable. Um, meaning whether you, you know, get into a zone or you think about it or you purposely do it or whatever, whatever it is, match skills are something that you can repeat under match conditions. So match conditions mean, you know, you're painting, you're standing, you're talking to other people, 
you're paying attention to, you know, your, your next, and then you got to get your stuff ready to go. All these things that, that are part of a match versus standing out there and practicing and just shooting over and over and over and over and over. So that's a completely different world. Um, and, and I, I still don't think I have the full grasp of it. I think that this is one of those situations where last year at this time, before Worlds, I was I was putting up some really good times. Uh, I was even keeping up with you know some of the big boys at, at least uh, in my practice mind. I was you know when I go out and I practice. Uh, well, hey, you know I, I'm shooting close to where you know Grant Conkoy is, or I'm shooting close to where Chris Barrett is. Oh yeah, after I've been out there for an hour and I've shot Pendulum, you know, two hundred times, and oh yeah, now I'm I'm starting to you know put up some sub twos. But what's important is what you can walk up and do, you know, on the first beat. So, though I may have great practice times, well, guess what? You know, Grant Kunkel has amazing practice times. God only knows what Chris Barrett's practice times are. You know, if he gets up there and just says, hey, how fast can I do this? And then do it, you know, 19 times in a row. You know, he's probably putting up, you know, pendulum in the in the one three, you know, the one time that it hits, you know, which is all I was doing was, oh, that, you know, that one time it hit, you know, well, that's that's my potential right there. You know, that's that's how good I can really do. Um, and, it, and it's 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 a little bit of what I would call false logic. And I chose to avoid that this year. So when I chose to avoid that, I had to ask myself, well, what is it we're going to focus on? Because if we're not going to focus on going up and trying to shoot, you know, 100% every single time, what are we going to focus on? Well, it was what I was practicing, practicing match skills, things that, you know, Steve Foster taught me, you know, coming up and doing a a particular percentage uh, of your skill level on the first run that you can rely on 100% of the time. I can do 85%, 100% of the time. And that's how I'll start out my first run. Now, that, that to me... Um, has been one of those situations where you've got to take, you know, a step forward to take two steps or or a step back to take two steps forward. Um, And I would even say that this has felt like I've taken, you know, five steps uh, back uh, and seeing where it could be 15 steps forward. So what's happened, uh, as as anyone might guess, is that uh, I, I started shooting a little bit too conservative and then um, I, I, I took something uh, someone else said. You know what? I, I'm I'm not going to keep it secret. I mean, these these are people that that I like and influence me. Uh, I, I spent the flight um, at, at Area Five shooting with Chris Barrett, and and I spent a lot of time talking to his dad, Jeff. Who that guy, especially this last weekend, that guy has really, really, really grown on me. I mean. Um, if you don't know Jeff, when you first meet Jeff, um, he, he can have, uh, what seems like a bit of an aggressive, uh, or even, uh, perceivably hostile personality, but, but this guy is golden right down to the core. He's just excited. He's just, uh, he, he's, he's, he's that you know, you know, like football player fan that it, that is into it, and he's he's dedicated at whatever level that you know he can can be of help or influence or involved. Um, and and I I really got to know him a lot 
you know, or, or especially this last weekend. And and I will I'll, I'll argue with anybody, and, and I can only imagine being on his bad side is not a good place to be. But being where I am presently, I mean that that guy is gold, you know, right down to the heart. So one of the things that he said to me was, and he wasn't contradicting um, anything that Steve Foster taught me, but he said. He was telling Chris Foster, and and I need to get with him and see exactly what he means on this, because I think I might have misinterpreted it. One of the things he was saying to him, and and I hope this isn't revealing, um, you know, secret. I can't imagine that it is secret strategy, but he would tell Chris every once in a while, don't shoot defensively. And I took that to mean, you know, don't shoot slow, you know, don't shoot scared. Well, of course, we don't want to do those two things. So I started slowing down my game a little now, there are some things that improved. There's, there's some things that, that I learned in doing that. Um, doing it Steve Foster's way, I was shooting six stages at a local match, and all six of them would be within half a second of my personal best times um, versus before, you know, trying to go 100% all the time. Um, I would usually have maybe one good stage, and then the other ones would be really bad and then I would take consolidation and the fact that well I can shoot them this fast but today I just you know pendulum was really good for me today not speed option where I started to learn that you know doing it Steve Foster's way at least for me succeeded in putting all of my stages within half a second of each other so then after hearing that you know Jeff say that you know you know don't shoot defensively and I took that to mean well you know maybe trying to shoot slow in the beginning is defensive so I tried to speed my game up again, and I actually wound up going into a slump over this, you know, having, you know, nothing to do with with, with Jeff, just my interpretation of things, because this past weekend, um, you know, talking more to Jeff and getting to know him better, he was he was saying things that, that seemed to contradict that, um, both in advice to me and his interactions with Chris and the observance of, of other people. So, you know, he, he said to me, you know, one time I think it was something along the lines of, you know, you, you can't you can't go up and, you know, try to be a hero every 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 uh, string. So I'm like, OK, well, you know, where's the difference between being a hero and shooting defensive? So I'm still learning those things. So all of that is, is to say this, that that I went with a different approach. I went with the approach and I put this in Facebook of you know, trying to shoot my skill level, whatever my skill level is, whatever my world speed shooting championship match skill levels are. The same as I have practice skills, the, the same as I have local match skills, the same as I have level two match skills. Um, I'm working on world speed shooting skills. Now, maybe they won't have much difference once I get them honed. But right now, I think my mind makes a differentiation. So I wanted to shoot my skill level, and that doesn't even meet my classification times. That, that's not what that means. It doesn't mean, you know, if my classification time overall is a 62 point whatever, you know, I want to shoot a 62 or whatever. That, I wasn't after numbers. I was after letting myself shoot my skill level. And that's how I went in, and I was very happy with that, and I was very comfortable with it. You know, I think everybody's nervous on their first couple couple flights, maybe first stage, and, and I was. 
Um, but it, it actually went well. You know, last year it, it was kind of Miss City for me. I was having misses everywhere and getting really frustrated with it because I was shooting well, of course, except for the misses. You know, and, and not misses that I was leaving and getting a three-second penalty for, but, you know, having to do makeup shots. I'm missing plates and having to go back to them. Uh, and that, that's just, you know, not acceptable. So this time, you know, I, I kind of went the other way where I, I was going one for one. I don't, I don't remember too many makeup shots that I had, except I was shooting slow. You know, the numbers, you know, they weren't catastrophically slow, but they were definitely not my, you know, my potential. Or even where I thought I should be with my world speed shooting skills. They, they were just a little bit slow. Uh, maybe by, you know, uh, uh, just about a second. Um, so I noticed that in the first couple stages and, and I, I uh, you know, started working on, hey, you know, you're all the way out here, you know, let's let's move, let's do something, you know, win, lose, or draw, you know, let, let's shoot. So I did and I, and I was able to pick it up, you know, around Pendulum. And then about that time, uh, my PCC uh, shot craps on me. And I'm still not exactly sure... Uh, why or how this happened, but the rifle, after being together for, I actually think it was more than a couple weeks. I, I don't remember when it went together, but it's been shot a lot, um, and it's never done this before. Uh, I started getting a, a, a dead trigger, almost like I failed a reset, uh, and then I got a, after that, I would get like a late fire, you know, pull the trigger, half a second later, the round goes off. And then after that, and you know, you're, you're in a stage while this is happening. I was shoot, trying to shoot Pendulum when, when this started. It, had, it didn't happen, you know, a moment before shooting Pendulum. And, and uh, I got a couple doubles, which I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm bump firing this thing. You know, maybe I'm nervous and I'm not holding the rifle correctly. Uh, let's, let's make sure I'm not, you know, doing something like that. Nope, double, double, triple. Okay, we got to put this thing away. So we put it away. And uh, I, I wound up, um, uh, Chad Wiley was there with, with uh, PSA. Uh, he offered, you know, one of his uh, uh, booth guns that I could shoot. You know, another one of the guys on the squad offered me, you know, his PCC. And um, Brian Conley with, you know, Hunter's HD, you know, he offered me a gun to shoot, you know, to replace mine. Um, and ultimately, I, I wound up shooting, you know, my, my buddy Dennis Webb's uh, PCC for the remainder of the match. But the, you know, the point there was, was that every, I mean, we're all competitors. We're competing against each other. Yet when one, you know, falls down, you know, everybody is there to, to pick them up and, you know, nobody, everybody wants to see everybody compete. And that was kind of something that my wife learned, uh, this weekend as well. Cause she shot, uh, the world as well, uh, which was literally her second match ever. Um, and she learned how the people are out there. So that's kind of what the segue that I want to make is that I shot, I would say I shot just okay. Uh, the PCC could have been better. It was doing, it was doing pretty good up to, to pendulum. Um, and then shooting Dennis's gun, nothing wrong with his gun. It just has a completely different, uh, recoil pulse. Um, that I, that I just, I mean, especially when I'm going into, um, you know, like five to go and things like that, where I've got that nice fluid motion trying to go straight across the line and it's recoiling completely different than what I'm used to, even with the same ammo. Um, it, it just wasn't a recipe for, you know, excellence. Um, again, I, there were no train wrecks except for, um, well, pendulum itself. 
Um, but there weren't any train wrecks, but I just didn't, I didn't shoot, you know, where I, even for the world where I should have, I I was a little bit too conservative and then I had a gun problem. Um, but in the end I, I walked away extremely, extremely happy. I had learned so much and it was because my eyes were open to be able to learn. I wasn't up there like you got to get a sub two. Okay. That wasn't a sub two. Try it again. Uh, well, now you had a miss, you know, stop missing, you know, and I didn't get into that, you know, negative rabbit hole where you completely miss everything that's going on around you. Last year we showed up, I think we showed up on a Thursday afternoon, walked around, went to bed, got up in the morning Friday, shot our two rifles, turned around and drove home. I mean, what did we see? What did we experience? I mean, for Pete's sakes, what did we learn? Very little, at least compared to this week. So that takes me into the the people, the the people that are that are down there. You know, I've I've done other things uh, in my life uh, where I've chased excellence. Um, another one was a pool, and, and, and it's almost like this is just like the the polar opposite uh, of pool. You know, pool was, I mean, that was about as cutthroat as you could get, and 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 quite honestly, the the bottom of the barrel type people, so to speak. I mean, it just, I don't know why, or maybe it was just a time that I was in it, but it just, it just wasn't a good, healthy environment, you know, and many would say that about this being guns, but I tell you what, these people, these people, you know, I don't even fully understand them, you know, and and I've said this many times and and I talk about it because I am trying to understand it, you know, the, the local people, you know, like the, the Merle Eddingtons, the Mike Hackemeyers, the Rich Suzuki's, you know, Sean Vadney, uh, the Larry Drake's, the Tyson Kilby's, Justin Morris's. I mean, all those people who are just, you know, like I said about Jeff, just gold through and through. And sometimes I don't even know how to, to how to react to it. I mean, my my upbringing was was, <laughs> let, let's say, not positive. Um, and you know, I, I suffer and not even having the social skills sometimes to, to properly interact with people on that. It it almost makes me uncomfortable, you know, being around people that that are, you know, so good that they're offering me things, you know, Hey, you know, your PCC's down, take mine. It's like, well, okay, where's the trickery? You know, where's the other foot come down? And, And that's just part of, you know, what I'm dealing with having been raised the way I was. But these people are, are amazing, you know, starting with, you know, my 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 traveling peer, Dennis. And, and and the bad thing is I give this guy such a hard time because our personalities are just so different. You know, he's the he's the passive laid back, almost kind of like 60s kind of guy. But he's also an engineer. So he's got that engineer thinking where I'm more the, you know, the let's go, let's get going, you know, let let, you know. But then, you know, the things that I, you know, emphasize on are the things that he, you know, blows over easily. And the things that I blow over easily and don't take overly serious are the things that he, you know, especially takes serious, you know, making sure every little thing is in the truck and making sure it's all there. And so I give this guy a really hard time and he just takes it. He takes it in stride and, um, (laughs) But he, he, he takes care of us, you know, he, he takes care of me. He, he, he loves to the experience of going. He, he loves, you know, 
putting himself second. And I've even said to him, you know, before, it's like, hey, you know, at least when you get up in that box, you got to start to put yourself first because this guy, he, he really does. He, he puts everyone else before him. And I, and I, I, I've been known to take advantage of that, you know, not take advantage of him necessarily, but, you know, let him, you know, be the one to, you know, do the good things and put himself second and, and almost forget that it's like, hey, you know, I need to be, you know, doing my part to help this guy too. So, so we're, we're learning. We're, we talk a lot about, you know, how we're going to improve as, as, as a team, so to speak, and, you know, the things we want to do and how we're going to do them and what we're going to do. And, and he he's just he's just a great guy and i'm 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 very lucky to have found him and and i have other friends like that as well you know i've i've got friends like you know Troy Ham and and and, uh, and and several others that but they're just they're just not um available to do the the amount of uh training and and traveling that i do so unfortunately i i, I don't get to see them quite as much but me and Dennis kind of are, are uh at least for now, you know, aligned in a way that, that, you know, fortunately we're, we're able to do those things. Um, and, and I think I sacrifice a lot, you know, I sacrifice some home time. I sacrifice, you know, doing other hobbies and things like that, but you know, I'm kind of dedicated to the excellence involved here. Um, it's not really all about shooting guns or playing with the toys. It, it, it really is that, that pursuit of excellence is, is what I would call it. Uh, and, and then everybody else down there, you know, my, my wife went, went with us and, and that's a very interesting story as short as I'll make it. You know, she, she helped me RO at the Brandon Collins Memorial and, and, to, you know, and I have taught her how to shoot and she shoots, you know, average at, at best, if not a little above average when she's, you know, not nervous, um, and she watched a lot of the, you know, the, the, some of the people at the, at that Collins shoot, you know, it, it, it strives to get even beginning shooters. So she was seeing people come through the line that were trying some of these stages and, and she was thinking to herself, well, you know, I, I wouldn't have quite as much trouble as maybe that person did. And, and she got a little bit of a reality check that every person out there that's doing, you know, shooting competitions aren't, um, you know, Max Michelle, you know, you're not walking out there and, you know, you're some slow bird behind all these fast planes. Uh, it's just not that way. You know, there, there's so many different elements to, to competition shooting elements that I'm still learning. So Steve Foster is, is the one that, that I have to mention, you know, the most. And, and I, I come almost at a, at a loss of words um, for Steve and, and other people, you know, that have the same type of effect on me that, that Steve has. Um, I think that I know Steve sometimes, and then I feel like I, I, don't, I don't know a, a damn thing about him. Um, and both of which are positive because um, – He'll, you know, he'll talk to me, you know, when I, I just started sending him messages one day and he talked to me like he had known me for years. Um, he'll help me. Um, he, he's, he's a little bit business minded. He's very wise in the shooting competition world and in what we're doing, what works, you know, who's who, you know, what to watch out for, um, it almost seems like I mean it's funny. I even started making making fun of myself because, you know, we went to dinner together and and you know I would ask these questions of things that I'm just, 
you know, completely naive to, you know, whether it be, you know, a social aspect within the game or um, even things, you know, like, um, you know, keeping pistols running and things like that. You know, I just, you know, I've reached Grandmaster level in, in three divisions. However, I, I feel like a, you know, a, a child sitting, you know, next to Chris Barrett, who's next to Jeff Barrett. Uh, and, you know, Steve sitting across from me and, you know, and the, you know, Michael, and, uh, his wife were with us, the bakers. I, I mean, they, the presence of these people, you, I, I don't see it in the beginning, the depth of these people as, as people, as, as good, good really good people these people that that will do anything for you and and don't know you that long but you know they care about you from from many different aspects you know steve cares about us in many different ways you know i i i wear his jersey you know he's the captain of a team that i'm on so you know he has expectations of me to you know act properly and and things like that and and i'm going to fully admit that you know there's been at least one time where he's sent caution my way and said hey probably ought to be thinking about what we're doing here um because i am far from perfect you know when it comes to interactions sometimes um but then the other side the 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 support that those that Steve and people like him can show. I mean, he's one of those people that can come up to you and and say, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, and you're like, "Well, you know, I, I shot that flight and and I missed that plate." And I mean, he can look at you and go and just simply say, "Well, don't do that anymore," and walk away. And and, and it, I mean, it just has this effect on you. He, at least it does for me because I I have the level of respect that I do for him. Um, and, and I think most other people do as well. You know, there's many little clicks and stuff like that that I'm starting to notice. Um, but none of it negative. I, I don't have anything negative to say about anybody. But there, there's some separations, you know, where there's some groups that, that rely on each other. And I, and I, heard, I heard a very interesting thing that, that hit me very deep uh, or at least caused a lot of thought process. Uh, Trenton Matsuka was somebody that we were shooting with uh, on a Sunday afternoon. And he was talking to Maximus White. And, and what was really cool, and, and I don't know if Trenton is, I think he's usually this open, but, you know, Maximus, you know, pretty much had, you know, Trenton going the whole time, you know, asking him questions and just had conversation going the whole time. So, there, I mean, it, gold nuggets were just falling out everywhere. I mean, Trent Matsuka is a multi-time, you know, world champion. I mean, this guy has done it. And the things that he knows and, the, and you know, the, his following in martial arts has, has taught him a way of thinking that, that you know, I can, I can uh, relate to. And, and, you know, he, he said to Maximus one time, and, and Maximus, you know, was there with his dad and um, competing. And, and, you know, Trenton was talking about, you know, look at all of the great shooters, the people that have won these matches. You know, they all have this familiar um support system and he started naming off names you know bj norris and his dad um trenton you know named himself and his dad you know obviously his dad was there with him shooting um and he just went down that you know grant kunkel and, and his dad and family out there with him chris barrett and his dad out there with him 
And he said, the, the one thing you'll find that's consistent among all of the top shooters is that they have these, these support mechanisms. They have, a, they have support. And he, and he said, you can't do this on your own. And what blew my mind was that, you know, my thinking always has been, you, you have to do this on your own. Uh, but he was right. And it, and it takes, you know, being able to rely on other people and have other people rely on you and build those types of relationships where, you know, if you're, you know, having a bad time, then, then you have somebody that, you know, keeps you consistent and keeps you from going down the rabbit hole. Or even if you're having a great time, you know, they keep you from getting sloppy. Um, sometimes just by mere presence alone. Uh, so I thought that was a really good point that, you know, further, you know, pointed out to me that, that at least to me, that this is starting to be more and more about the people and more and more about the interactions than it is even about the shooting. So obviously the shooting, we're going to try to achieve excellence there. Uh, but whether we do or not, you know, we're we're going to you know, go interact with these people and they're going to ask you how you did. And you're going to say, well, I was trying to break 70, but I didn't. And I'm like, well, you know, you still shot really well. You know, you, you had one bad stage or you might've been there, you know? And then, and then we start talking about something else. So, and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I, I don't know what I'm doing right. Sometimes I don't know when I'm doing things wrong. Um, I was invited uh, to dinner uh, both nights that I was there by, um, you know, Steve Foster and the, and the bakers and, and, and here I am, I'm sitting at this table and, and, and I don't, I mean, maybe I'm overemphasizing, but I'm sitting here at this, the, this table with these people that, you know, Facebook is a funny thing. Cause you start to think that you meet people and know people and you know so much about them, but you've never personally met them, you know, Steve I've met and, but a lot of these other people, you know, I have limited interaction with and I'm sitting at this table and I'm just looking at, you know, who's at this table? You know, I'm sitting next to Chris Barrett, you know, and in <laughs> in one aspect, it means nothing to me. You know, he's just another person. He's just another good kid that, that's sitting next to me and we're all having good conversation. But then every once in a while, you know, it just runs through your head that's like, you know, this guy next to me, you know, is putting up times that are not only breaking world records, but I mean, he he is a champion within a champion. Um, and to sit there and talk to him about he, I mean, he's he's humble and nonchalant, just like he should be. Uh, but other, but he's also confident, and it's 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 just amazing to be around those people. Uh, and then the next night, you know, I, I, I didn't even want to, you know, I was invited, but I thought, you know, like it was just like one of those, you know, cordial, nice invites where it's like, yeah, we did it last night. And if you feel like you need to come out and, and go with us again, and I didn't want to impose on anybody. I, I mean, I just don't know how to, like I said, my social skills are, are weak for this type of interaction. So I kind of suggestion, suggested to, you know, Dennis and my wife, it's like, hey, let's go off and, you know, do our own thing and let them, you know, let them do their thing. Let's not bother them. And we no sooner left the hotel and I get a, I get a text from Steve. It's like, hey, are you coming? And I'm like, oh, man, I think we're going to go do our own thing. And, you know, he's like, oh, man, come on. We were waiting on you. And I'm like, for real? I mean, here, here's this guy who, who has all these titles and interacts with literally everyone. 
and he's concerned about me making it to dinner. And I, I still don't know how to fathom that. I still don't know how to process that. I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Maybe I mean maybe it means nothing. Uh, it means something to me. Uh, it, it it was very humbling. It meant a lot to me. Um, but I, I I couldn't you know fathom. It's like why is it important that I'm there? You know I'm I'm not you know a world champion. I'm not a I'm not putting. A, I, I'm, I mean I haven't even broke seventy. Um, you know, and, and, you know, why is it important that, you know, I show up to dinner with you guys? And, and I still don't know. Uh, you know, Dennis tells me, you know, and, and they did kind of tell me, you know, it's like, you know, because of the things that you do and your attitude towards the game and, and that's all well and good, but I, I think I'm still stuck on this. You know, you're, you're not part of the group until you're part of the group. You're not a part of the group until you're, until you're shooting, you know, you know, it's like coming on to, which I've never done, but it's like coming on to a special forces, you know, unit. And it's like, you better be able to, you know, carry your own weight. You know, you better be able to shoot accurately. You better be able to do all the things that this team needs you to be able to do. And maybe that's what's different about, you know, what I noticed about the steel target paint team right off the bat is that it's it's really about, it's really about the people. It's, it's, it, I mean, they, yes, they have a lot of people finishing very strong, um, which is very good for the team and very good for, you know, the ambassadorship, um, of the product. But that I just, I mean, Steve has never called me up or sent me a text or whatever and said, Hey, you know, Ben, uh, we really need to see those scores improve. <laughs> it, it just hasn't happened. Um, I feel like it should be happening. But it just doesn't seem to be the emphasis. So, again, saying all that to say this, it just it just seems like, at least in my element, in my bubble, it's seeming like like it's about the people. You know, now you do have the guys that are that are pushing really hard and good for them because man, they are doing some really cool things. You know, you got guys like Kobe Pavlock and the Volkortsen team and Nate Gibson and and Bryce Jones and and uh, I, I mean, my head's going blank, but there's you know all these people. Uh, Mackenzie Bragg, um, she was telling me she didn't have that great a a match, but you know she's she's a, a champion. You know. Uh, and these these people are are you know taking a serious approach and and um, playing a serious game and playing it a serious way and and you know what they're they're doing very well. Um, where I've been taking the same approach and maybe I've been doing well you know within my own potential and and maybe it's time to you know start adding you know other elements to what I do. It's not just about the shooting. So you know putting on matches, you know, and I've announced the Area 3 match, which is going to be Memorial Day weekend uh, in May, and that that's going to be a rough line for me to walk because all the all the competitors, all the serious competitors I talk to, you know, the, oh, Memorial Day weekend, that's absolutely perfect. You know, I, I talked to uh, uh, the president of the USPSA, Mike Foley, and he kind of had a similar attitude, you know, and I even had to ask him, it's like, you know, what, <laughs> how is it to have you know, matches on significant holidays. And, and Mike Foley, again, I have, I, I have to say so many good things about him. You know, again, I look at myself as kind of like a nobody. I'm kind of a, I'm just another, you know, traveler on that path up there, just another shooter. And Mike Foley sitting on the tailgate of a truck at the World Champion, at the World Species Championship, sitting on the tailgate of a truck, and, you know, Ben, let me tell you this. I mean, 
how do you even listen to that? Uh, but of course I did. And, you know, he said, uh, I've had matches on Easter. I've had matches on Mother's Day. And he said, you know what? Um, these shooters, they'll, they'll find a way. If they want to shoot, they'll find a way. And he's right. Uh, everybody I talked to out there thought Memorial Day was, was a great, was an outstanding choice. Um, and a lot of them are coming from the perspective of they're going to travel from California to, you know, DeSoto, Kansas, or Florida to DeSoto, Kansas, or Wisconsin, or Iowa, or Illinois, Ohio, Washington, Oklahoma, uh, Nebraska, you know, wherever it might be. You know, these guys, most everybody's got Monday off. So, so they're going to have a, a comfortable ride home, you know, with that extra day. They don't got to take a, an extra day off. They don't have to um, do whatever. So what I'm finding is that back here locally, uh, some people aren't quite so happy about that. You know, like, well, you know, we got plans for Memorial Day. I'm, I'm not sure I want to RO over the weekend, over Memorial Day three-day weekend. Or, you know, hey, you know, we'd, we don't want to be out very late. Or we'd, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, so we're, we're dealing with that. But what I want to be able to do is to be able to walk that line and, and try to make everybody happy. And that's what I'm trying to learn to do by being around, you know, the other people. Brian Conley from, from Hunter's HD, you know, being around him this weekend. I mean, that guy's just out there 100% energy, 100% of the time. And he, he is having a, a huge impact. You know, Chet with CWA, he's out there. He's, he's got his grandsons out there. He's putting out a good product. He's talking to people. Um, you know, the the... The PSA uh, guys, they're out there. They're, they've got these guns that they're that they're showing people, letting them shoot. Federal was out there just blowing through twenty two ammunition. That was kind of the running joke was that they had a couple full auto, um, I, think, uh, I think they were um, 1522s, uh, some type of rifle, um, 10, um, 22 full auto rifle. And, you know, they're just blowing through, anim- uh, through ammo, and that was kind of the running joke out there. It's like, where are they finding all this ammo? Of course, they're federal. Um, so everybody's just out there, you know, interacting. All the ROs, I mean, you know, when you get into this, you worry so much about doing the right thing, and, and obviously you have to be doing the right thing. You have to know the rules, and you need to be within the rules. But these ROs are so accommodating within the rules, and they're so nice, and they're so... I mean, obviously you hear about, you know, a blunder here or there or a conflict here or there. And, 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 and I think that's, you know, probably expected when you have a tense environment like you do. I mean, everybody's trying to do well and, and they're nervous and the ROs are equally nervous and trying to do a good job. I mean, I mean, think about it. You know, one minute they're running, you know, me. You know, which it's not hard to keep up with me, okay? I I can have some really good moments, but even at my best, it's not hard to keep up with, you know, what I'm doing. You watch some of these kids shoot, and you can't even tell what pattern they just shot. All you hear is ding, 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 and, and it's like, whole, you know, watch Roundabout or something like that. It's like, what pattern did he even shoot? You know, it's so fast. You, you can barely tell, you know, the first plate that they shot. 
but then it's over and you're like, well, wait a minute, did he go one, two, three, four, stop, or one, two, four, three, stop, or what, what did he do? And it's so fast, you can't even tell. So these ROs are under pressure too to do a good job and they all want to do a good job. I mean, those people are dedicated. They were out there all week long and they were they were looking, you know, wary by by the time Sunday came, but they were still hard at it. So again, it, it, it keeps coming back. It's the people. Now, anybody that knows me, if you know me on a personal level, if you've known me for a long time or if you've known me for a short time or you work with me, um, whether you've worked with me for a long time or you've worked with me for a short time or you're somebody that I've shot with or I just met, most people that know me um, know that, and we're going to put this nicely, that I struggle with being positive all the time. Um, and admittedly, that's going to come from some um, insecurities within myself, which is probably one of the reasons why I like to try to chase excellence in something. You know, right now it's shooting sports, um, you know, being a dad or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, try, to, try to chase excellence in something um, to try to overcome probably the way that I feel about myself. Uh, but I've learned a lot, you know, again, from the, from the surgery um, that I've had and losing weight and feeling better and feeling better about myself. So a lot of people who, who've known me for a while and known kind of my struggle, so to speak, um, some of my closer friends um, really notice a change. There's a lot of people that I've put off that'll never have anything to do with me again. Um, or people that I would have to reprove myself to. Um, so a lot of people that, that know me, if you know me, then, then, you know, there, this is, this is probably sounding um, a little bit different, but, I, but I tell you what, it's, it's all genuine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself around these good people and, and it's, it's, I'm learning, I'm learning who, who I want to be. I'm learning what I want to be. I'm learning the path that I want to follow. You know, I, I look at, you know, Steve Foster and, you know, there's attributes about him that, you know, hey, you know, that, you know, that's that's how I would like to be in that situation. You know, Kurt Grimes is another one, you know, you know how he, you know, when you talk to him, you know, no matter what's going on, he'll tell you that he's shooting good or he's shooting bad in the same tone of voice and with the same enthusiasm. Um, and you really, I don't, I don't know. For me, it takes me back a little bit, you know, it's like, Hey, how are you shooting? You know, Oh, I'm shooting great. You know, I just did this, 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 and this. Okay, cool. And then, you know, you see him later. Hey, how you shooting? Oh, not so good, man. You know, but we're having a good time and it's good to be out here. And it's like, Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> it's just different for me. So I would say my take from the weekend was learning, where I thought I knew and understood people, um, I, th I think um, what I've learned is a lot of negativity about people uh, in, in the way that I was raised and, and my environment that, that I grew up in uh, was very negative. So I have a very good understanding with, with, the, with the negative side of things. And um, as uh, even my therapist will tell you, uh, that seems to be where I'm comfortable is within negativity. Uh, it's just like that thing of, you know, uh, you know, you know, kids sometimes or even dogs for that matter, you know, they've known nothing in their life but negativity and 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 
you know, so they'll do bad things to, you know, get that feeling, you know, oh, well, there's the negativity. Now I'm comfortable again. But now I'm learning to get comfortable in different atmospheres and, and smile all day and say hi to people that I don't even know. Because I've got people I don't even know coming up and saying hi to me. I, I've got so many people that have come up to me and said, hey, I, I've been watching your videos, man, R- really cool, or or listen to your podcast or whatever it might be. I, I mean, I got people I don't even know coming, hey, Ben, how you doing? Now, obviously, I got my name on my jersey. It's not that hard, but, you know, people don't just walk around, you know, doing that. You know, they seem to recognize me from somewhere, and I don't know them from Adam. Um, but I... I interact with them and I meet them by the time they walk away. I I do know them. So what I've really learned this weekend is that it's shooting is just one very small aspect of going to the world speed shooting championship. Um, Being a, being a champion means a lot. Um, Cause I can tell you that there were people, amazing shooters, um, that did not have a friendly or approachable or inviting attitude. And by the time we were, you know, nobody pays attention to them. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares, you know, what they're doing. You know, Larry Drake, you know, again, my mentor, he said to me one time, and this was after a conflict that I got in uh, last year. He said, you know, it means nothing to be a good shooter If nobody gives a damn if you show up or not. So, you know, if you're not the guy or the person that's out there, you know, interacting with people and, you know, talking about tacos, you know, and talking about whatever part somebody wants to talk about. I I give Dennis such a hard time for that and and Donnie as well, you know, and and I was wrong. You know, it's about being able to have that conversation. It's about, like I said, Steve Foster can walk up and, you know, before he gets ready to shoot, hi, I'm Steve Foster. What's your name? And meet these people where I'm watching that and going, geez, man, when are you going to get into your focus? Well, that is his focus. And I was able to accomplish some of that this weekend. And that's what I'm most proud of. I shot carry optic. Um, and there's a whole level of things to talk about there. Um, briefly, I'll just say that when I went in for rifle day, there was tension and nervousness. Um, and then when I went in with the carry optic, I, I really expected nothing out of the gun. I'm just starting to shoot it, you know, competitively in steel challenge. So I had no expectations and, and I, 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 I could not wait to get to the line and shoot that gun. I had so much fun shooting. I had four personal bests. Not that any of my times previously were all that great, and even the personal bests weren't all that great, but I was starting to feel it. I was starting to feel where it's going to come together. So I'm very excited uh, about that gun um, and pursuing that in the future. So I'm very proud of that as well. I'm very proud of of, uh, the mentality that I kept all weekend. I met so many people, and that's because I had my eyes open, my mouth was smiling, and I had my hand extended to, you know, shake or bump fists with with anybody that that would talk. You know, people would walk by me, um, don't even know them, not even for a conversation. Hey, how you doing? And, And I'm even catching myself. It's like, hey, I'm even doing it without thinking now. Um, so I'm trying hard to, to make some personal changes um, for the better that I think will benefit me all around. And, and I think that's what I came away from uh, this weekend. Uh, the wife shot her second match. 
Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, she realized how much fun it was. Um, you know, she's still getting over the nervousness and still even learning the patterns for the stages. But uh, she was she was very happy to be out there. Um, so at the end of this, I, I take away that, you know, I had a very good weekend. Um, I want to thank the USPSA, everybody out there that put that match on. I mean, the amount of work and thought process to even have a sane mind to get up on the stage on Sunday night, you know, whatever it was, seven o'clock and put on this award. I mean, I, I wish I could remember everybody's name, but Mike Foley and, um, you know, Jake Martins, um, Troy McManus, uh, Zach Jones and his son. I mean, they're all up there. They have been beat up all week. I mean, they're just doing their good job. And there they are, you know, on their two feet with a good attitude and a smile on and, you know, making sure that the awards ceremony runs runs well. So the, the USPSA crew was, you know, and I, I know a lot of people have, you know, mixed feelings about how things should or shouldn't run. But what I was a part of this weekend was truly amazing. It, it really was. Um, all the vendors, I, I mean, they have Vendor City out there, which jokingly Brian Conley was, you know, the, the deemed mayor of. But, I mean, they, they were out there all answering questions, you know, watching people and, you know, kicking tires, you know, the whole time. And just they, they were out there and dedicated, you know. Yeah, they're trying to make money, but at the same time, they were dedicated to this sport uh, and interacted with everybody. Re really great. Uh, the ROs, oh my God, the, the ROs, uh, those guys did just a, they did an amazing job. I, I don't know how else to say it. They, they were every one of them. I can't say like one, yeah, all but that one RO that was kind of this, there. I mean, every one of them, they just had it down. They knew what they were doing. They ran things, they got things going, you know, if nobody was painting, they were, you know, giving a gentle, gentle, uh, you know, poke in the direction. Hey, guys, we need people out here shooting or out here painting. So that that was really good. Overall, great match. My numbers could have been better. Could have been better. And you know what? They're going to get better. And Todd Wurzel and I had a conversation. He had a very similar match as I did. And we both agreed that we are growing as competitors. I could feel it in myself. And I know that he felt the same way when, when we talked, was that we're getting past looking at numbers. We're getting past, you know, moving a rifle or a, or a handgun from plate to plate. We're starting to, to learn what it means to be a competitor. And we're starting to learn and understand what these games are, are really about. So I'm very happy to have had that experience, and I thank the USPSA for it, the ROs for it, you know, uh, my wife and Dennis that went down, you know, we all three kind of, you know, it, it was kind of a team, and, and, you know, me and Dennis are still learning how to be a team, uh, probably me more than him, um, but it, it just, it, it was a complete success, it was a complete success, and, and now it's time to uh, look back, reevaluate. Um, and head to the practice field with some more experience and some more knowledge 
and try to get my times closer from my practice times to my match times. There's so much coming. Area 3, Memorial Day weekend, May 27th through the 30th. It's out on practice score. Uh, everybody here is on. I, I have talked to the range president, and he is excited about this match. I talked to another board member. He is excited. About, and these guys want to want to do everything in their power for us to put on the best match possible. It's going to be epic. If I pull off what I want to pull off, and it won't be by myself, it'll be by a hundred people standing on the same path. If we pull off what I envision, everybody's going to walk away with a big smile on their face, good things to say, and best of all, be glad that they came, no matter what the scores, much the way that I feel right now. So I guess that's what I, I guess that's what I'm after. I want to make, I want to put on matches that make everybody else feel the same way that I feel right now coming home from the worlds. And I'm learning. Guys, thank you very much. If you're still listening, 57 minutes in. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who supports me in all of the ways that you do. There are so many different people that support me in different ways. Thank you, everybody. More information to come. I look forward to seeing all of you out on the range. Thank you.